Hello, hello, and welcome to the How to Adult Show podcast. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for personal finance information every time you find yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? Each week, we bring you a new lesson to coach you through getting your financial life together so that you can create financial security, start building wealth, and design a life that you truly love. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Now, let's get started on today's lesson. If you're Canadian and are looking to start saving money to buy your first home, you're going to want to learn about the first home savings account. And in today's episode, I'm going to teach you everything that you need to know about this new account and how you can start using one properly to prepare for buying your first home. This account was just released on April 1st, 2023. So the big six banks don't actually even have first home savings accounts available to open yet. But the estimates are that the main banks should have these accounts available to open around mid-2023. Apparently, it just takes a little while to get their system set up to offer this new type of account. So keep an eye on what your bank offers so that you can open up one of these accounts as soon as possible if it's the right account for you. First things first, we're going to start by talking about the eligibility requirements for this account. To be eligible to open a first home savings account, you need to be over 18 years old, you need to be a Canadian resident, and you need to be a first-time home buyer. This means that if you own another property, even if it's not your primary address, you are not eligible for this account. You are able to open up this account, however, if it's been over four years since you've owned a property, then in the government's eyes, apparently you revert back to being a first-time home buyer. This account is also limited by how long you're allowed to have it open for. You're allowed to open your account for up to 15 years, or until you turn 71 years old, or until just after you buy your first property, whichever one comes first. If you don't end up buying a home within the time period that you have your account open for, there are two options of what you can do with the money. First, you're allowed to roll it over into either your RRSP or your RRIF account, absolutely tax-free, that money just joins that other tax-advantaged account. Second, you are allowed to just withdraw the money in cash from your FHSA, but if you do that, the money will be subject to tax, so you won't get all of the money out of the account that you have in there. Some of it is going to go to pay the government. Next up, let's talk about the contribution limits of this account. You're allowed to contribute up to a maximum of $8,000 a year to this account, up to a total of $40,000 over the total life of the account. The contribution room of the first home savings account starts to accrue as soon as you open the account and any unused room from each year rolls over into the next year. So if you open your account this year, but you're not able to contribute $8,000 this year, that means next year you will have $16,000 worth of contribution room and this continues on up to a total of $40,000. Now, this does not mean that the account can only hold $40,000 because this is also an investing account. So if you put $40,000 or some amount under that into this account, you invest the money and then your investments grow, you are allowed to hold more than $40,000 in that account. You're just only allowed to contribute 40 grand yourself in total over the course of the life of you owning the account. Next, on the other side of contributing, we need to talk about withdrawing the money from the account. 
Just like the RSP first time home buyers plan, you are only allowed to withdraw money from this account tax free to purchase your new home. So listen to this part carefully so you don't make a potentially costly mistake. If you withdraw money from your account to buy a home, you need to have written proof that you are in fact buying that home by October 1st of the following calendar year. Otherwise, you're gonna have to pay tax on that money. This means that you're gonna lose a significant portion of the money you've saved up to buy your first home to taxes if you make this mistake, and you're also not allowed to recontribute money to the account that you've withdrawn for a non-qualifying purchase. This means you lose the powers that this account offers you. So make sure that you don't withdraw money from the account prematurely, otherwise it's gonna cost you a fair bit. Next up, moving on to the exciting part of the first home savings account, and that's the tax advantages that this account offers you. So basically, it combines the best of both worlds of your RRSP and your TFSA in a desperate bid to try to help young people get into the Canadian housing market. They've decided to give you as many tax breaks on this account as they can. First up, like the RRSP, the money that you contribute to your first home savings account is tax free. This means when you contribute $8,000 to this account, it's going to lower your taxable income that year by $8,000. This means you don't pay any tax on the $8,000 that you put into the account. Next, over on the withdrawal side, just like your TFSA, when you withdraw money from your first home savings account, you don't pay any tax on that money as long as you're withdrawing it to buy your first property. If you withdraw the money to buy a car or take a vacation, you will pay regular income tax on that money. It's designed to give you a tax break if you're using it to buy your first property. And finally, like both the RRSP and the TFSA, the money in your first home savings account is allowed to be invested and it's allowed to grow and compound without you having to pay any form of tax on that growth. So the money you put into the account is tax-free. It's allowed to grow through investments and passive income tax-free. And as long as you're buying a home, you're allowed to take it out tax-free. So altogether, if you use this account properly, this can be a very lucrative tax advantage for you to use. Next up, there is one very large potential mistake that I see people making with this account that I wanna discuss so that you don't fall into this trap as well. So the first home savings account, like the RSP and the TFSA, is designed to function as an investing account and it's been given tax perks and tax advantages to encourage you to invest your money for growth in the account. Now, this makes perfect sense for the RRSP and the TFSA because those accounts are designed for long-term retirement, future-based, financial security-based investing, meaning you buy and hold something over a very long period of time and your investment is gonna grow as long as you're buying safe investments. And the problem with this tax-free growth incentive is that it encourages people to invest the money that they see themselves needing to buy their house over a relatively short timeline, which means putting their home buying money at risk in the stock market. Now, investing is not bad. In fact, it's the opposite. Investing is a very good thing to do as long as you're well-informed and investing in safe products. The difference, however, is investing for retirement means 
choosing safe investment products over a very, very long time period, and you're virtually guaranteed not to lose money as long as you pick the right products over that long time period. Investing in a short time period though, even if you're picking the same safe investment products, you do have a very real risk of losing money within that period of time. So what I am worried about seeing people potentially start doing is opening up their FHSA accounts, deciding that they wanna buy a house in a two year time period, investing their down payment money that they see themselves needing in two years, and potentially just hitting a time in the market where investments are rocky and they might lose value in their investments for the short period of time that they're invested for. The value of their investments will probably come back but potentially not on the timeline that they want to be buying their home on. All that to say, it's very important to choose your investments wisely, depending on if you see yourself investing in this account for two years or for 15 years. And lastly, if you have a first home savings account and one year in the future you decide, yep, the stars are lining up, this is the year that I'm buying a home, for the love of God, please go into your account if you have investments and sell the investments in your account. If you are determined to buy a home that year, do not leave the money invested as you're looking for a home because you run the very real risk of finding yourself in a situation where you're going to contract on your home, you need to remove the money to put down your down payment and the investments that you've purchased drop right before you need to take them out. Okay, and it's okay if your investments drop, but not if you're going to contract on a home. Not if you have money in escrow, if you already have money on the line, you don't wanna find yourself in that situation. Again, I love the tax-free growth incentive. Any tax perk that you can take advantage of is great, but I just feel like we have to do a lot more investing education in order to help people actually use this account to its full potential to help them get into the housing market instead of potentially hindering them on their journey to buy their first home. So. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, please make sure to subscribe to the How to Adult Show, like this episode if you're on YouTube, and you know, share it with a friend. If you know other people who buying a home might be something on their horizon in the next few years, I will appreciate it, they will appreciate it, and um, let's start getting the word out on how to use this brand new account, because might as well use it. Thanks so much, and have a good week, and I'll see you right back here next Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show podcast. Our goal is always to make your life just a little bit easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place on our website blog at www.howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you found today's lesson helpful, in addition to leaving a review, which I am immensely grateful for, you can also share this episode with a friend or family member. This is the best way to keep passing financial education on to other people and sharing the knowledge and the wealth, which is what we're all about. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and I'll see you next Monday with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.